0: This is my con. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, May. How are you doing today?
1: Hi, Eru. I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm great. I'm great. I'm good. Um, pretty amazing morning. Uh yeah. I'm happy that we're here at the studio to like um, talk about something. Okay, guys. Guys, remember, remember the last time.
1: Exactly, right? I wanted to say this is yes, This is yet. This, 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 this is <laughs>
0: so this topic is dear to arrow um okay so i'll just i'll just dive into what we are going to discuss so the topic is about temple worship and i'm sure you're okay. wondering what exactly does arrow mean what is temple worship so Yay. this episode we are going to be discussing some fundamental themes um i know you guys might have heard or read in the Bible, sacrifice, mm-hmm. priesthood, cleansing, worship. I know when you hear sacrifice, you're like, what, what is sacrifice doing in the Bible? Like, what mm-hmm. does it mean? And mm-hmm. in most cases, it doesn't really sound like it's a good thing. It's not mm-hmm. associated with good, good things, right? But we are going to be having that discussion around temple worship, right? Mm-hmm. So We're also going to speak about the presence of God. And um, I think let's dive straight into the topic of priesthood then
1: yeah so um me. yeah have you what get like everyone said priesthood you know priesthood is like it's a central thing we see in the bible we see it both in like the old testament new testament you know example of priests like in the old testament we have aaron that served Mm -hmm. as the high priest in the tabernacle and later in the temple as well as the priest that served under him and we know we know what we see in the new testament but i'm just going to leave that for now you know and just put it back Eric, what do we see
0: and you know the new testament we see jesus is portrayed Mm -hmm. as a priest but he's not just any priest you know he's the Mm -hmm. ultimate high priest who offered himself as Mm -hmm. a sacrifice for the sins of all humanity. You people, Jesus died for us, you know? Um, So in Hebrew 4, 14 to 16, it says, since then we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens. Jesus, the son of God, let us hold fast our confessions, for we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who in every respect has been tempted as we are yet without sin. Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. I see this when I I read this, I'm always happy. I personally am happy because... Mm -hmm. We talked about temptation a few few episodes back, I think it was last year. And
1: yeah.
0: when I when I hear, because we get tempted every day, every yeah. time. And Jesus went through that and he was without mm-hmm. sin. And he's our great high priest. So because of that, we are confident. Like when I read this Hebrew, I'm confident. I hold it. I'm like, mm, I have something. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. And yeah, you know, looking at like priests, right? We see like in the Old Testament, the priests offered animal sacrifices to atone mm, for the mm. sins of the people. But mm-hmm. in the New Testament, we see Jesus as the ultimate sacrifice, right? Is yeah. the lamp of God who has taken away the sins of the world. Yeah. Um. Like in John verse um, chapter 1 verse 29, it says, the next day, um, John the Baptist saw Jesus coming towards him and said, behold, the lamp of God who takes away the sins of the world. So you can see that parallel like there's the o- mm. priest of the old testament with the animal sacrifices then mm. there's jesus as the new sacrifice you know that's taking mm. away the sins of the world
0: i know some people will get confused as jesus is a priest and also the sacrifice it's yeah, it's yeah. just
1: yeah it's, yeah
0: it's a beautiful thing about the spiritual you know like just take it as as it is but i, I, I think that's what to a-
1: say i just okay. want to say something but i think it's just in the very like like layman terms you see how God really cares about us. He didn't want to stress us. He's like, yeah. you know, his son will just be the priest. His son will still be the sacrifice. His yeah. you must equation just, before they come and say, oh, this is so be, stressful before they they
0: it, Yeah. Before they mess it up again. Yeah. yeah. So I think for me, when you, when you said that, it just, when I think John the Baptist pointed at Jesus, yeah. that was mm-hmm. actually a beautiful image in my head. Like, mm. behold, the lamp. The lamp of you know, mm. at first I was wondering why you refer to him as you know, you just hear names back in the day, yeah. you just yeah. be in church and they just take a few lines and you're like, there's a lamp, he's a lamp. Like, what do you mean? But there's <laughs> a backstory. Yeah, there's mm. there's a backstory. So we see that in the old testament that sacrifices were made over and over again. Like every time you when you yeah. read, I think it was Numbers. Or Leviticus mm-hmm. there's always their burning sacrifice they're doing some things It was every time right mm-hmm. but the New Testament Jesus Jesus's sacrifice is seen as once you know when John the Baptist pointed at Jesus and said behold the lamp, the lamp of God
1: of
0: I didn't understand mm-hmm. what that meant because I didn't have like base context you know at church you probably read a couple verses and that's what would be like memory verse and you know mm-hmm. I'm wondering that is a man a lamp, you know? This you know lamp, not a small ram, I, I, you know. My <laughs>
1: yeah. Sorry to cut you short. I want to just yeah. say something. I think we should maybe have like an episode where we do Lamp of God, Lion of the Tribe of Judah, because there are so many names they use to describe. To describe yeah, do you get?
0: yeah, Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I I agree. I agree. I agree. So um I want us to also see that in the old testament, sacrifices were done every time. Mm. every time just to atone for sins, But in the New Testament, Jesus' sacrifice was just seen as once and for all, that he Mm. had to atone for all humanity's sin, right? And in Hebrew chapter 10, verse 10 to 14, it says, and by that we will have been um, sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once And for all and every priest stands daily at his service offering repeatedly the same sacrifice which can never take away sins but when Jesus Christ had offered for all time a single sacrifice for sins he sat down at the right hand of God waiting from that time until his enemies should be made a footstool for his feet for by a single offering he has perfected for all time those who are being sanctified i i see this and it just makes clear sense because the bible is really re-emphasizing that he has died for you you guys are cleansed let's move on you know
1: yeah yeah and you know this theme of sacrifice we can also see it in the lives of individuals like abraham and david that were willing to offer a sacrifice of themselves or someone else to god you know in the case of abraham and isaac you know god tested abraham by asking him to sacrifice his son isaac on a mountaintop and in the case of david we can see that he committed a grave sin He recognized the seriousness of his sin and, you know, he offered the sacrifice of a broken spirit and a contrite heart to God, right? Genesis 22, 9 to 13 says, when they came to the place of which God had told them, Abraham built the altar there and laid the wood in order and bound Isaac, his son, and laid him on the altar on top of the wood. Then Abraham reached out his hand and took the knife to slaughter his son. But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham! Abraham, and he said, here I am. He said, do not lay your hands on the boy or do anything to him. For now I know that you fear God. See, you have not withheld your son, your only son from me. And Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked. And behold, there was a ram caught in the thickets by his horns. And Abraham went and took the rams and offered it up as a burnt offering instead of his son. You guys don't mind me first. Did you
0: you notice how how she was putting some comic like
1: yeah when i read <laughs> yeah when i read the bible i always like to read like that i was about to do for the ram meh, i don't know that's a good but i was about to do that then i was like wait wait. i'm, shaking my head I'm reading <laughs> i'm reading this for everyone you know but so she like, just actually I,
0: did that she actually just did a blitz all right so just so you
1: know <laughs> okay so yeah we can see the sacrifice right that goes on that was a vivid example of abraham you know Trying, um, that was about to sacrifice Isaac until the angel came in, and technically, Abraham had sacrificed Isaac. You know, I don't think I think we would have that discussion later because no, I think Abraham we had, had, we,
0: had the, we had we had that discussion. We, he had, the, oh, he, okay. had, he, had yeah, he had done that in his mind. Yeah, he had done that. So
1: you know that's why when they say if you have in your heart, you've already done it. Yeah, you
0: he know? had done that in his so, mind. There's no way yeah. he was on that mountain without the like he he had done it. He had preconceived yeah. He he did it. Yeah right uh very powerful story man and and it really shows the importance of obedience and trust in god um i know you guys may have listened or may have not listened to our previous um, episodes on obe- obedience versus sacrifice i think yeah I think things, i'm sure everyone it. i'm sure everyone is saying like obedience sacrifices there's a lot going on yeah yeah the, yeah we mm. is what it is mm-hmm. so listen to it so sacrifice is also seen in the life of Jesus who offered himself, like had said earlier as the ultimate sacrifice, right? Um, I think in John 10, 17, he said, for this reason, the father loves me because I lay down my life that mm. I may take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it of my own accord. I have authority to lay it down and I have authority to take it up mm. this charge I have received from my father, mm. you know? So it's only Jesus that could have done it. It's only him, no one. So yeah. guys, everyone is always trying to ignore that there was Jesus and just say, Oh, Jesus was a prophet. You know, Jesus was, he, he was given authority by the father. You
1: know? Yeah. Yeah. And Eric, do you notice that the theme of sacrifice is closely tied to the theme of clean sin?
0: Yes, that's what I was saying. The whole Mm -hmm. temple worship. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. that's what the topic is about. Temple worship. Exactly.
1: The topic is about temple worship. So we're looking at like the whole, like, you know, we're breaking it into sections and looking at it. Right. So in the Old Testament, sacrifices were often made to cleanse people or objects from impurity or sin. Leviticus 16 describes the day of atonement. You know, where the high priest will make a sacrifice to atone for the sins of the people. And cleans the tabernacle. In the New Testament, we see that Jesus sacrifice not only atones for sin, but also cleans people from all unrighteousness. You know, First John one verse seven says, "But if we walk in the light as he is, as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus, his Son, cleanses us from all sins." So we can see that the sacrifice, the aim of the sacrifice, is to cleanse us. Right, that's the aim, Mm -hmm. so that we are clean from the certain sin that we have, and that's what um, Jesus came to do when He sacrificed Himself, you know, as the perfect sacrifice for us. We were cleansed of all that sin that we had that was um, supposed to be allocated to us. We're cleansed of this, we're cleansed of it,
0: yeah. Um, me, exactly. We are definitely cleansed of sin. Something just came to mind, it's like we are tying. I just tying most of the things together now this this cleaning part kind you of, know
1: what let's let's okay. what how did we start let's let's start in case people are like oh i wasn't following the tie." what was the first time
0: okay so it was it was it was priesthood right okay we wanted the priesthood to be there and i know we spoke about the sacrifice mm-hmm. what the like the role of the priest and how the sacrifice like what those things and the parallel with how jesus was in all of this and went further to speak about um what's it called a cleansing i think cleansing yeah. so mm-hmm. the cleansing was also one major part of it and i want to see how to tie this to the presence of god mm. everything happens so if you think about it it's nothing has really nothing ought to change from
1: mm-hmm.
0: from the past right how the temple worship had always been because these things mm. have always been there right mm-hmm. so Here, we see that uh, in the Old Testament, the temple was a place where God's presence dwelt among people. And it was also a place where, like like I said, like May had said, (laughs) sacrifices were made, right? To atone Mm -hmm. for sins. In the New Testament, we see Jesus himself becoming the temple. Now, you see, Jesus was what?
1: Yeah. Priest. (laughs)
0: Priest. High priest. Jesus was what? The lamb. Mm -hmm. Jesus is now what? temple so you see how important like people just ignore that jesus is actually the whole thing that we have yeah. been waiting for and that's mm-hmm. why you use words in jesus name Yes, yeah. 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 so you said he's the authority that's <laughs> let's not get there my point is jesus is actually the new temple and he was dwelling amongst people and you can mm. see that in john 2 19 to 21 saying jesus answered them destroy this temple and in three days i would raise it up the jewish mm. then said it has taken 46 years to build this temple and you will raise it up in three days mm. like i'm sure they had a is this a joke yeah but he was not speaking about like that he was actually speaking about um his body as the temple right
1: yeah 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 and this idea of temple, right, as a place of worship and the presence of God is also seen in the book of Revelation, you know.
0: Mm, where the temple yeah, this is May's favorite spot.
1: I love okay. I love <laughs> Revelation, guys. I don't know why people skip Revelation. I go to Revelation. People think it's just and scary. I don't people think don't it's like, scary. people I just, don't like people don't like
0: people don't like that truth. It's just so vivid. They see horns, blood, <laughs> um, noise, horses. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, are you happy going like yeah,
1: exactly? <laughs> okay guys um so you know um if you're looking at book of revelation where the temple is described as the place where god dwells with his people you know revelations 21 verse 3 says and i heard a loud voice from the throne saying behold the dwelling place of god is with man he will dwell with them and they will be his people and god himself will be with them as their god like you can see there that you can see what we're speaking about you know the temple as a place of worship and that's where the presence of god is you know he's there right and he like if you listen to this passage he says that the dwelling place of god is with man so you know our bodies are temples right so god dwells with his people you know and that makes sense now because the dwelling place of god is with man so he has made each and every one of us, we have, like, our body is our temple, and Christ, um, God dwells in our body through the Holy Spirit, right? So you can see, like, First Corinthians 6, 19 to 20 says, Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You know, you are not your own, but you were bought with a price. So glorify God with your body. So. Hmm. Guys, we should know our body is the temple of God. You cannot just do anyhow with your body. If you do anyhow, you see anyhow, you know. You know the
0: funny thing, I don't think folks actually understood before now. Like I can I legit tell you that most times people just go and say your body is a temple. Why are you behaving this way? Your body is a temple. They don't know how these things connect. Guys, that's that's this, very this is, this is this is this is actually where it connects. Right? Mm-hmm. Your body is a temple because of this reason, right? and um Mm -hmm. it's our responsibility to keep ourselves pure and holy for the indwelling of the holy spirit remember ah, may remember that conversation we had when i was like oh do you know that when the israelites were actually trying to get when the when the altar was stolen and it was on the Mm -hmm. oxen and somebody Mm -hmm. wanted to like put his hand in there you know and we were wondering oh my god what Happened, he just got, he just he was. I think he was was he stricken? Was it like yes. something happened? He just was he died, he
1: died, and, yeah. and I
0: know that his intention were oh, so oh, he's the, falling, so it's, yeah, so he doesn't mm-hmm. fall. Let me help put it. But there were rules you cannot be by the altar when mm. you are not pure.
1: Mm. And a levite is supposed to be the one, to a levite
0: them. has to do it. so. There are rules, there are rules to that engagement. Mm. So at that point, I'm sure. Ah! was scared and that was the reason why king david was scared david didn't mm-hmm. want the altar. Hey, he mm-hmm. just said he should be this Edom's place just like please let it be there he didn't mm-hmm. touch it it's because of these things you need to know and understand. so i'm tying this to why you your body has to be pure
1: yeah, what you what you said is actually very very key. You know, yeah. even in the olden days, before they even enter the temple, there are certain rituals that priests have to go through for them to enter right into the presence of God. You know, there was a rope that they used to hang. Then there was a bell that would
0: the bell, make yeah, yeah. yeah. so that
1: in case the priest dies there because he's not holy enough, they will he's use not, that yeah, rope and drag
0: to pull him out.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. To pull. So you can see how clean that temple has to be. Yes. Then God now says your body. Is a temple. So hey. you
0: imagine, So you need to put that level of like regulation around mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. for you to have the Holy Spirit to dwell in. So when some people are saying, ah, everyone has the Holy Spirit in them, is your temple clean? Mm. Mm. Is it mm. so when people are you no know, like Guys, I'm not coming out to drag anyone's hair. I know everyone is all about oh, we are believers. The Holy Spirit is in us. He does in us. But really, guys, you know what you did last night. You know what you're thinking now. Is that temple mm, clean? Mm. You know, you need to check mm. that temple. I'm just saying.
1: Yeah, this is this is actually a very deep thing to for everyone. You know. Yeah. Your know, your temple is. <laughs> If you don't know what it is, you go back to read Leviticus numbers. Yeah,
0: exactly. So you understand the gravity. So when you finish, look at your body and say this
1: is a temple. This is a
0: temple. Yeah. Yeah,
1: Exactly. Mm -hmm.
0: So I, I think finally we can actually see the ultimate goal of temple worship into the experience of God's presence. So in the old testament. Um, the presence of God was seen in the temple, but in the Mm. new Testament, the presence of God is experienced through the Holy spirit. Um, Mm. again, I think from John 14, 16 to 17, and this says, um, and I will ask the father and he will give you another helper to be with you forever. Even Mm. the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him, for he dwells with you, and will be in you. So
1: hmm.
0: it is. See, the Holy Spirit is inside you. But that temple, yeah.
1: guys,
0: clean up <laughs> that temple. Yeah. needs to be clean.
1: Yeah, that's a beautiful and comforting truth, Ariel. And, you know, it reminds us that as as believers, we have to have access to the presence of God through the Holy Spirit. It's not just in a physical building like the temple, but wherever we Mm -hmm. go, our temple, like, since we know now our body is the temple of God, we carry the presence of God everywhere we go because we have the Spirit of God within us, right? So what you, you know, you don't want to do in the church area because, you know, the presence of God is there. Everywhere you go out, you know, the presence of God also goes with you. So make sure you do the same thing outside so
0: may just a quick one i think most times people actually associate temples with buildings yeah
1: exactly they'll
0: they, they, they tell you oh i need to do some kind of way in the church mm, you know mm, they want mm. to do that through just the cosmetic appearance of things yeah, in the church yeah,
1: yeah. whereas
0: you're a temple what do you do yeah. at home
1: what exactly what do you that do means- in your secret yeah, place exactly you know? So, you know, it's like, oh yeah, you hypocrites at the end of yeah. the day, because you were not doing good with your temple.
0: Your temple, yeah, so why are you going go. to that building to who are you acting up for? You know? Mm, so mm. this is uh I think it's a deep reflection for people and just trying to see the correlation between all of these themes and terms that have been used, um, going back and forth, the new and old testament, you know, yeah. and really tying it to what we're Seeing right now, these words are not foreign, they are not strange, they're not they're not forbidding words, they are words that are used in the Bible that we believe, right? Yeah, everything points to Jesus, as you guys have heard, like everything points to Jesus. So, me.
1: Thank you guys for joining us in this podcast on the theme of temple worship in the Bible. We hope you found it insightful and informative. Leave Messages, you know, share it to your friends, to your families, tell them about Christ. You know, what better way to tell them about Christ by sharing the podcast? Till next time, we love you, but remember, God loves you so much.
0: God loves you guys. Bye.